Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got three things that we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, he is in paradise. Right now, but we're here. Actually, you know what? We've got our own version of paradise. Holly Roberts filling in. It's sunny. There's sunshine in the sky. There's a glowing orb over us. The star is out and it's shining on us. I love it. That's exciting. But uh, that is exciting. But that's not what we need to talk about right now. Right now, we need to give you the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. And here it is behind door So the first thing we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is that yesterday they unveiled the new People magazine beautiful issue. This is a new sort of a new name for an issue they've been doing yearly, annually. For a very long time. Usually it's been called the most beautiful issue, the most beautiful women in the world issue. It's gone by many names, but now it's being called the beautiful issue. Yep. They dropped a couple of those words and uh, it's just all about beautiful things. Well, on the cover is Pink. And she showed up on the Ellen show yesterday. Interesting timing to talk about what it's like being in the beautiful issue. I laughed out loud. I immediately turned to my whoever was in the room and said, Did you ever think this was as good as it gets? (laughs) (laughs) I feel more beautiful, and I've decided that between the for the whole week that the magazine is out, no one is allowed to look me directly in my eyes. Good, good. (laughs) I just love her. I mean, I get it. I like there's like a humility around that. It's not like she's saying she's ugly, but she's saying like. You know, when like, and, and I actually think hearing her say that is exactly what they're trying to do with the beautiful issue, right? Which is nobody really does feel like the most beautiful anything. Yeah, but there, but beauty comes in all different shapes, sizes, colors. You know, you name it, and she is beautiful, and she gets to have that moment of honoring that. I'm not sure about the not looking her in the eyes thing. It's a beautiful thing. Right? I know. I know. I, okay. Was that a little bit like that was kind of Martha Stewart? Was it? Well, a little bit because it's a good thing or beautiful thing. Whatever. Moving on. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Behind door number two is Will Smith. So Will Smith uploaded a video to his YouTube channel where he describes the one and only time where he met legendary everything. Michael Jackson, and the story is insane and wonderful. So let's uh, listen to Will Smith tell it. I'm standing there, and I got my head up against the door, and I'm listening, and people are running, and I'm hearing screaming and all of that stuff. I'm listening, listening, and all of a sudden, it starts to get quiet. And I hear, hey. And I turn around, and Michael Jackson is behind me in the closet. I was like, oh, Mike? He's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, what? hey, what's up, man? What do you think's going on out there? Uh, 
Shug and them, Shug and them tripping. Shug's always tripping. All that success and he can't figure out how to be happy. Yeah, it's crazy, Mike. So you like comic books? Yeah, 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 I love comics, Mike. I love comics. Now, I don't know nothing about no comic books, but I got, I'm here with Michael Jackson. I ain't gonna tell him that. So I got Michael Jackson, like captive audience, all to myself. I'm like, all the questions I could have asked, everything I could have said. What's the glove made out of? Uh, can you moonwalk forward? Is, is Annie okay? <laughs> all that stuff. Blew it. And then all of a sudden the door bursts open and security puts his hand on my face and shoves me out the way like he never saw the Fresh Prince. And he's like, Mike, we gotta go. And he grabs Mike, Mike goes to the door and I'm laying back in the mops. And then Mike looks and he turns and he makes eye contact with me. He says, bye Will, see you around. And he goes off. And that was the only time I ever met Michael Jackson. Oh my gosh. Isn't that story hilarious. crazy? It's totally crazy. Number one, his impression of Michael Jackson is uncanny. That's number one. Number two, do you know what it reminds me of, honestly, is have you ever seen the New Girl episode with Prince? Yeah. Okay. That's what it reminds me of is that Jess, who's played by, um, why can't I remember her Zoe name? Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. She finds herself, she's at a party. Prince is playing at the party. She's in a closet and Prince like flicks on a lighter and he's right there. And then, you know, he's, and he's, and he's Prince. Amazing. And they're and right there in the closet together. Right. <laughs> and it's such a funny thing. Like, that's why that was so funny. Cause like, what are the odds? This is hilarious too, because the, neither of them should have been in that closet and then they were in the closet together. No, it was all Suge Knight's fault. Yeah. Blame it on Suge Knight. Blame it on Suge Knight. He was starting some trouble at the party. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. And Michael Jackson having some insight into Suge Knight. Where Why did, can't he be that happy with all of that fame? No kidding. Where did where did he tell the story? Like what is this, this? is on his YouTube page. Oh, that's so is this is so a video funny. that's on Will Smith's YouTube page. Looks like he's trying to angle to get the kids into what he's doing. So this was just published yesterday. If you want to go watch the whole video, we'll put it up on our website oh, at mytalk1071.com. I love that. Okay, I just I just have one more thought about this. I wish that celebrities would do this more often. Tell these kind of crazy stories about times that they intersected with celebrities or weird stories about other celebrities. Because it also reminds me of, did you ever watch, I know you did, the Dave Chappelle show? Yep. And he did, it was when Charlie Murphy rest in peace was um was on the show with him and charlie murphy always had these really he's the brother of eddie murphy and he always had these hilarious stories about times that he interacted with other people with other celebrities because he was always out on the road with his brother yeah he was celebrity adjacent yes so he tells these hilarious stories one of them being about rick james and the other one being about prince and in each of this and they make a sketch out of them Oops, that's okay. <laughs> each of them, she's like, move on. No, <laughs> no, but in each of them, they make a sketch out of it. And then Dave Chappelle is acting out the role of Prince or Rick James. And they're hilarious. They're iconic. If you have yes. not watched these two skits, You've got to watch them. From the Dave Chappelle, you have to watch them. Because they're funny on 10 levels. Because you know it actually happened, number one, or some version of it happened. You have the the person who was there with the celebrity telling the story. And then you have Dave Chappelle, who's hilarious, acting out the celebrity. And it just is like a full sensory experience. And I wish we could have more of that in the world. Because I think we all need to know more stories like Michael Jackson and Will Smith in a closet at the BET Awards. Absolutely. All right, moving right along. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. There it is. The last thing we think you need to hear in order to be in the know today is 
this clip, also from the Ellen Show, Amy Schumer also stopped by. And um, she was on her TMI tour. So uh, here she goes. Finish this sentence. I feel pretty when I'm nude. Craziest place you've had sex. My b- Uh, My spouse gives the best I just have to tell everyone Her mom is in the audience Listening to all of these Your mom is just (laughs) Did you forget? I did forget Can I take this stuff about the butt and everything back? No No? No I think she's heard worse yeah, so, I feel like Colleen, you're putting on your prude panties. Okay, I'm not one. putting on my prude panties. <laughs> prude panties. But let's be real; they're granny panties, by the way. My <laughs> prude granny panties. Uh, no, but like you know, uh, her mom must be so proud of her beautiful daughter. I'm sure when she held her in her arms in the hospital, and she was so grateful that she had ushered this baby into the world um, safely. I'm sure she looked down at her and said, "I hope someday." on national television, you will talk about sex in some raunchy, disgusting way. Dream I'm the sure. impossible dream, Colin. Yeah. Dream just, like, the impossible I mean, dream for your kids. Like, I'm sure. I, whatever. I, you know, and then also, don't pretend like you didn't remember that your mom was in the audience, Amy Schumer. Well, it's part of the bit, Colleen. Yeah. It's part <laughs> of the comedy. Part no, of the comedy. I'm not stupid. So what if one of your kids goes up on stage one day? Oh, and becomes famous for telling dirty jokes. I mean, let's be real. Like, my mom and I sometimes have conversations about, and she's, like, super supportive of what I do on the air. But there are times where she's been like, um, that was an interesting choice. And I know she's not judging me. She's just a little bit like, okay, t- talk to me more about that. <laughs> um, I think that I probably, you know, I, I have to have faith that I've, you know, raised my children to be polite in company. <laughs> and I just don't feel like Amy Schumer um, took that lesson. I, you know what I always wonder in these scenarios? Huh? What if the mom's more raunchy? Well, that could well, be. See now, Sonny, that very well could be. <laughs> to your point, I know my mom. <laughs> yeah, because my mom's right. pretty raunchy. Thank okay. you. Okay. So your mom's raunchy too. She is, and I'm actually way more smoothed over than <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kind of. Like she's well. she's the she's the raunchiest one of all the. All the family. Yeah. I just, I, you know, you're right. You, you're totally Mom right. Holds the torch. Way to play devil's advocate, you guys. Thank you for that, for for shining a different light on it than I was. But I, yeah, again, I have this thing. I call it grandma mouth. Okay. I use my grandma mouth when I'm on the radio mm. because when I'm not on the radio. So this is like this is the mouth that would talk to my grandma. Oh. Okay. Because off the air, I say words that I would never have said in front of my grandmother. Right. That's smart. So like my public, my public mouth is my grandma mouth. I have a different mouth private and it's maybe a little, but like, I just, and I'm fine with that. I've like got a I'm raunchy like, grandma too. I, okay. See, I don't ever, my grandma was so not raunchy. So yeah, I don't know. I, okay. I, I did put my prude pants on. Oh, there <laughs> they are. I'll oh. take them off before Elizabeth oh, Reese gets here. over your head. Big wedgie. <laughs> all right. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. It is 
a dirt alert, and Elizabeth Reese has brought that dirt to lay on us. What's up, girlfriend? Hi, friends. Well, the biggest story today is uh, the announcement that there will be no criminal charges in the death of Prince. This was a big live uh, press conference. Five Eyewitness News was carrying it live, and so if you missed it, I want to just make sure that you are fully prepared with the information. Um, And this is the scary thing. Carver County attorney Mark Metz is the one who is delivering this news. They've been investigating this for clearly almost two years because the second anniversary of Prince's death is coming up on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Prince likely had no idea that he was even taking fentanyl. Prince died of a fentanyl overdose. Uh, but the story from the Carver County attorney is that he probably didn't know that that's what he was taking. Prosecutors have found no one to criminally charge for his death. And what uh, Mark Metz is saying is that Prince was taking counterfeit Vicodin that was laced with fentanyl. Oh, so oh awful. Man. And so they couldn't find sufficient evidence of who supplied the counterfeit pills. And so there are no criminal charges. Now, remember, there was a toxicology report. We've been talking about this for a long time that showed that Prince had exceedingly high levels of fentanyl in his system, fentanyl in his system when he died, even for someone who is in chronic pain, which mm-hmm. Prince was. Yeah. And it was likely that Prince had also taken one of the counterfeit Vicodin when he overdosed on the private jet the week before he right. died. I remember that. On his way home from a concert in Atlanta, coming back home to Minneapolis, and they had to stop the jet yes. in Iowa, remember, mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. medical treatment. And emergency responders gave him two shots of that Narcan to save his life, which reverses uh, the overdose effects of opioids is that drug. A lot of emergency responders are carrying Narcan with them yeah. at all times, which is really important. Oh, this is so heartbreaking. Now, uh, Mark Matt said that Prince was prescribed Percocet by this doctor, Dr. Michael Schulenberg, days before he overdosed. But they're saying that played no role in his death. He was prescribed 15 Percocet pills by this doctor. The doctor prescribed the pills in the name of Prince's assistant because Prince was so obsessive about his privacy Mm -hmm. and didn't want any narcotics prescribed in his real name. Mm -hmm. And so when police went in and looked at Paisley Park and had a search warrant to go through everything, remember he was prescribed 15 pills, Prince uh, the doc- the police found 10 of those pills were still mm-hmm. in his suitcase. Um, we we all saw that photo of Prince pacing outside of Walgreens in mm-hmm. Chanhassen yeah. mm-hmm. the day before he died and he was waiting for a prescription. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Description to be filled. So what Mark Metz had to say about this is there are a couple of different factors here. Now we have the... Intensity of Prince's desire for privacy. So this Dr. Mark Schulenberg, they've reached a civil settlement with him with Prince's Prince's estate. Now, the trouble is that, you know, 
This was at the request of Prince. He didn't want these pills prescribed in his name. And so the doctor, which is not okay for the doctor to do that, but he prescribed it in the assistant's name. They were getting Vicodin from somebody else. Prince thought it was Vicodin. He was in the midst of getting to treatment. His team was setting up treatment for him. Um, And the Vicodin wasn't that you buy off the street wasn't Vicodin. It was Vicodin. It was laced with fentanyl. And that is why he died. And you're hearing so many stories about these opioid overdoses. And what's happening is that people are getting these prescription painkillers off the street, but they don't actually contain Mm -hmm. what they say they contain. Yeah. It's a really scary. I mean, it's a a, Prince is an example of an epidemic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, And I think I mentioned this yesterday and, you know, uh, this it's a, such a horrible, terrible, heartbreaking story, and it paints such a picture of that addiction and mm-hmm. how, you know, you can find yourself unwittingly in this position where your body wants that. The drug. The drug. Mm-hmm. Because prescription painkillers are prescribed for people with chronic pain. Right. And so it becomes like this. The chronic pain, you have the Mm painkillers, it leads to the addiction because they're so highly addictive. And then you end up in this situation where you can't get the prescription painkillers from a doctor because doctors are saying, no, I'm not going to prescribe this to you. And so then you, because of the addiction, find a different way to go. And then you're getting something that you're not sure what it is. It really Mm -hmm. is... um, I don't know, you guys. I mean, I just think like at some point these pharmaceutical companies are going to have to take some responsibility for creating drugs that mm-hmm. are killing people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is killing people. Yeah, like absolutely. And I know there are benefits for people. There are a lot of people who go through a struggle and like, you know, pain management and dealing with it. But boy, I mean, the stories that you're hearing about, I don't know the stats, but I just know that the stories of the deaths are really like. Are the people yeah. who you talk to, you talk to anyone, go talk to your friends at dinner and they'll tell you about somebody who got, you know, had a knee injury and got on these painkillers and then became addicted to it. It yeah. sure makes you think twice. I mean, you know, about I do, I do think at least one thing that comes out of this is people are being more thoughtful about when they're prescribed pain pills for, you know, for the appropriate reason, whether it's a surgery or whatever, there's more open conversations happening between Mm -hmm. patients and doctors about what the effects of that are. I I hope that the landscape is changing. It is a horrible epidemic and it is so sad. Um, And we see right here what that loss looks like. It's huge. And And then I think that was so such a sad part about this is just going through again, what the timing was of just like, the help was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was getting the, the help. The help is mm-hmm. who found him. And mm-hmm. remember right, that? The doctor yes. from the rehab facility was showed up and then saw the EMT, saw the mm-hmm. rescue teams at Paisley Park. Yeah. I mean, if you just think like if it would have been just 12 hours or yeah. like something, yes, would have made a huge it's difference. So heartbreaking. I know. So, so heartbreaking. That's the latest there oh. with Prince, the big news today. Tough stuff. Um, George H.W. Bush sharing a statement on the passing of his wife, Barbara. And, um, you know, this was sweet. He said, cross the bushes off your worry list. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. he. Says, I just look at him and I think <laughs> he's grandpa. I know. Like, doesn't he just feel like the world's grandpa? <laughs> he says, I always knew Barbara was the most beloved woman in the world. And in fact, I used to tease her that I had a complex about that fact. But the truth is the outpouring of love and friendship being directed at the enforcer, which is their family mm-hmm. nickname for, for Barbara, Barbara Bush. Um, he talked about that just being that it was lifting everybody up and that they have a deep belief that she is in heaven. And so you can cross the bushes off your worry list. I mean, Aww. may we all be so blessed to live a long life and to leave the people behind feeling like 
you lived it great. Yeah. You were able to die at home and drink bourbon the night before oh. and be able to say your goodbyes. I mean, Oh, it's so really, sweet. It's a lovely, oh, it's wow. a, that that was a lovely like, sentiment. That, that was a very that special you, episode of the, the Dirt Alert. Didn't it, Yeah, that was a very special episode. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth <laughs> Reese. You can catch your next Dirt Alert at 520. I don't know if that one will be as special. You, pro- I'm just guessing. Probably not much. Uh, and you can see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock now. When we come back, we need a player for our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. seconds to answer five questions. You could win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. On My Talk 1071, we stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We're doing everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, still on vacation. Holly Roberts is in. And this is our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Who's on the line, Colleen? We've got Kelly on the line. And what is she playing for today, Holly? She is playing for a Nutrisource prize pack and Chuck and Don's gift card. All right, Kelly, uh, do you know how this works? The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Barbie is made by what toy company? Mattel. The show Stranger Things takes place in what decade? The 80s. What is the name of Katie Holmes' daughter? Suri. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy aired on what cable network? Uh, was it Bravo? Yes. Harry Styles' Zayn Malik were members of what boy band? One Direction! Yay! Yay! Kelly, Kelly, Kelly! Ding, 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 ding! You did it! Congratulations! Oh, good. We have two dogs. Yay! Oh, well, oh, they're gonna goodness. they're gonna be well fed. Well, Kelly, hold the line, hold the and line. Sonny will get your information so that you can get your Nutrisource prize Yay. pack and Chuck and Don's gift card. And congratulations! All right, now that we're done with that, we can move on to uh, we're going to solve some mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly brings to us in a segment called "Blinded by the Item." Start with a confirmed blind item today. Feeling zesty from crazydaysandnights.net. A confirmed blind item means that the website has published names with this blind item. Okay, and Donna is here with us. And Donna Valentine yes. is Hi. here to play Blinded by the Item with us. It's kind of fun, right? So you're going to miss yes. it on Monday when you're not here anymore. You'll just have to play oh, in your car. I know, which is what I normally do. Yay! Yay. Perfect. Okay. All right, here's our first blind item. Confirmed blind item. We have to think... About a pint-sized reality star. Ooh, okay. And a former naked celebrity turned reality star turned celebrity. Okay, naked. Oh, oh gosh, naked reality star turned... Naked celebrity. Oh, celebrity. Turned reality star. Okay. Turned celebrity. Oh, no. Jeez, this is hard. Okay. She's had quite a career. Oh, I think I know who it is. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. Oh, look at you go. Here's your blind item okay. from crazydaysandnights.net. This pint-sized reality star is looking into getting into the same business this former naked celebrity turned reality star turned celebrity is in. They've been hanging out, and the former naked celeb has been introducing her to the guys who do the hiring. The job does not really go well with a marriage, as we've discovered, so this would be the final nail for the pint-sized one's marriage. Wow, oh, that's OMG. a lot. This is so good, though. I, I, my head hurts. Right? I spoke too soon. I don't know who this is. Okay, so, so think where, of the two individuals. where should we start? Well, we, let's stay in the, the reality TV world. So okay. both of these people 
are known for their work in the reality TV business. Let's think about the pint-sized reality star. Now, think of a reality star mm-hmm. who is known for their short stature. Um, is it? Is it? Would it be a little person that we're talking about? No. Okay. Okay. okay thank you for that because that helps me. Okay, no me one too. from Little People, Big World. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Or so any number of those other shows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. let's try Snooky. Okay. Let's go with Snooky. I think that's a good uh, a good guess. Donna. Yes. You are correct. Yes! Okay. So Snooky. Yes. Okay. And then okay. the person who she's been hanging out with, which was a naked celebrity turned reality star turned celebrity. Means that oh. that person is, um, is it like a, is it like a Playboy model type person? Yeah. Okay. Is it a Kendra Wilkinson type person? Totally. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yes. The high fives yes. are happening the in this national room. National high five day. It is today. Oh, I love yes. that. It's my favorite celebration. Up high, down low, too That's slow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to fill in our crazy days and nights.net blind item. Wow. This is a confirmed blind item. Wow. So these names have been published with the blind item. Snooky is looking into getting into the same business Kendra Wilkinson is in. They've been hanging out, and Kendra has been introducing Snooky to the guys who do the hiring. The job does not really go well with a marriage, as we've discovered, so this would be the final nail in the coffin for Snooky's marriage. Okay, can we can we go... Okay, so I have two things that I need to say. Number one is this. We've heard rumors that Snooky and Gianni have not had the greatest marriage. Yes. We haven't heard or seen much from him lately anyway. That's true. So I'm not, that doesn't surprise me. So that's number one. But number two is this. What is this job that they're talking about? Thank you. Right? Well, as crazy days and nights.net likes to say, Yacht, yachting. Yachting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meaning maybe uh, exchanging uh, personal goods and services Favors. of one's own to mm-hmm. someone who wants to buy them from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh! Okay. Wow, this is like a—that's a dark art that we did not really realize was a thing. I know, right? Don't we call this prostitution? Yeah. On um, this website, it's called yachting. Yachting. Yes. Yachting. Now, okay. yachting, yacht girls. yachting, and yacht girls. Donna comes from the Cannes Film Festival, oh. where models and actresses would go and party on yachts. Got it. In mm-hmm. exchange for money. And sometimes on those yachts, maybe they would be doing some things. Uh, maybe Unsavory. a little. Savory. Uh, yeah, or just maybe rated R. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rated All right, R. Gotcha. All right. So, like swearing? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can swear in a PG 13 movie, Colleen. This is true. Okay. Moving okay. on. Let's think of an actress. Okay. An illiterate actress, meaning her first and last name start with the same letter, not illiterate, meaning she can't she read. can't read. Okay, no, this it. woman can read. Got pretty it. sure. Got it. Uh, and we also have to think of her new boyfriend. Okay, here's your blind boyfriend. item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. In a classic case of the only right of of they only write what a publicist tells them to write. Uh, this tabloid, we have to think of tabloid, mm-hmm. went all in on a new boyfriend story of this illiterate actress and totally skipped the part where he has been married for 20 years <gasps> with kids Stop. and moved out to move in with the actress after hooking up with her in secret for a few weeks. What? Okay, okay I feel like I just oh, wow. saw this headline, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, now think of a tabloid. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big and well-known. and Like quite, the Inquirer? No. Okay. But honestly, they're very well known for taking stories that publicists provide mm, to them. Like an in-touch or an okay? No, okay. I actually think of uh, one that we've been talking about the past couple days. 
People Magazine. People okay. Magazine. All right. People. Oh. People Magazine. Uh-huh. So they yes. have written about an, a, a couple yep. with an actress mm-hmm. and her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's an illiterate actress. Yes. Um, Can you give us an age yeah. range on the actress? She would be in her 30s. Okay. She's not A-list. Okay. But you probably know her name. Uh huh. She used to be married to a singer. Okay. All right. That singer's kind of creepy. Okay. Oh, could it be a Mark Anthony? No. Mm. Okay. Um, because because J Lo's not illiterate. Um, um, I should know this. It's gonna start to drive me crazy in about three, two, one. Should we start thinking of? Illiterate actresses, actresses in their 30s, not A-list. Okay. Well, so. she's actually 42. 42. Okay, so we know this. Okay. So she's in her early 40s. Hmm. Uh, you know, she hasn't really starred in a ton, but she has been a supporting player in many movies, including a Mission Impossible movie. Okay. <laughs> How about I just say the first and last name begin with the letter P? Okay. P. P. Okay, so we've got Petunia Patricia. Petunia Picklebottom. I mean, for nope. Pete's sake, come on. Patricia Piper. Um, Pamela Peterson. Okay. I hope everyone's um, <laughs> yelling at their radios right now. All right, wait, we're going to get this. Penelope. No, it's not Penelope. Because Pe- like, you're thinking like Penelope Cruz, and that doesn't work. Um, um, you don't know what I was thinking. I mean, maybe Patricia. there were some blurred lines in this relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paula, Paula, Patton. Paula Patton. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, I know about boyfriend. this. Yeah, I read Thank about you. this. <laughs> Ditto. Oh, Ditto. All right. So I'm going to fill in the blank oh. on this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Okay. In a classic, classic case of they only write what a publicist tells them, People Magazine went all in on the new boyfriend story of Paula Patton and totally skipped the part where he has been married for 20 years with kids and moved out to move in with Paula after oh hooking gosh. up with her in secret for a few weeks. Now, the headline on People.com from yesterday, Paula Patton's boyfriend says he and his wife were separated before dating the actress. So mm. obviously publicist doing a little bit of damage, damage control. control. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was fun. All right, l- can we cruise through one more, do you think? Uh, I gotta find a little one for you. Okay, um, a little one. Can you sing your Max song again? Oh, Donna? Max, 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 Max. Oh, the p- Max snaps haven't started yet. Now. Now. A whippy woo woo. Thank you, I okay. have a blind item. All Let's right, go, I have a blind item. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's think of an A-list musician in a permanent A-list band. Okay. An A-list musician in a permanent A-list band. Got it. Apparently, he was nervous for his recent television appearance, so this A-list musician in a permanent A-list band went overboard in the Botox and fillers in his face, and it showed. I'm not sure why he got lip fillers, too. Kind of a crazy look for him. Oh, no. Would this be like a Mick Uh, Jagger experience? Oh. He doesn't need lip fillers. I know. That's why I thought it was funny. I thought that it worked because <laughs> it's a funny look. Was okay. this person inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently? Could be. Was it a John Bon Jovi uh, bing, bing, moment? Bing, 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 um, bing. Think of bing. his cohort. Oh, oh, Richie, Richie Sambora, Richie Sambora. Oh gosh, I gotta look at him. I gotta look uh, him yeah. up. So. Congratulations, Donna and Colleen. I'll fill in the blank for you on this okay. blind item. Apparently, Richie Sambora was re- was nervous for his recent television appearance. So he went overboard in the Botox and fillers in his face, and it showed. I'm not sure why he got lip fillers, too. Kind of a crazy look for him. Now, if you oh. look on the red carpet of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 
He's doing the thing that old rock stars like to do and wear tinted glasses because yeah. he's doing the Ringo Starr thing where he doesn't want people to look at his eyes. But if you look at his lips. Yeah, I mean, oh, yes. Hello. You got to get in real close. But he he's looking like he's trying to freeze himself in time. It doesn't really work bit. that way. Well, no, been sadly. there. Sadly. But, and then, you know, we all pass I think through that s- moment. The sunglasses are a good idea, though. Uh, thank you, Richie, for the yeah. tip. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> thank like you. It. I like it. Donna, thank you so much. You're thank welcome. you. Thank it's you been guys. fun, right? Oh, no, we have one more day. I keep on thinking it's Friday. You guys, alert. It is not Friday. I will be back. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Uh, now, when we come back, we got to update you on all of the things we've learned uh, from Chan Hassan about the death of Prince. Uh, there was a press conference at 1130. We learned a whole lot. We're going to try to deliver that information to you in a way that you can kind of put together after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, today we learned a lot. At about 1130, there was a press conference held in Chanhassen all about the death of Prince that happened just about two years ago in a couple days. Uh, it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com and we do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is off. He'll be back next week. Holly Roberts has been sitting in. Um, and uh, this morning, as we were sitting down for lunch, we were aware that there was a press conference that was being televised with the Carver County attorney, Mark Metz, yes. um, who was meaning to to explain some of the information that they have found after an exhaustive search and investigation that has spanned the last couple years about exactly who may be responsible for the death of Prince. Yeah, because we've been speculating that basically since Prince's passing, there's been a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of speculation about what really happened. And Carver County Attorney Mark Metz in a news conference today, one of the things he said is that no criminal charges will be filed in relation to Prince's death in April of 2016. That was something that we were talking about yesterday Mm -hmm. when Carver County announced that they were going to be having a press conference because that is one of the things. Is anyone going to be charged criminally? Well, the answer is no. Uh, They also revealed today during this press conference that Prince died of an accidental fentanyl overdose after taking counterfeit Vicodin pills that were laced with fentanyl. That's a pretty big development in this story. That's a huge development. Um, You know, and it certainly explains the bit of information we were given. I want to say it was just a few weeks ago where we learned about the exact level that was in his system. And and we learned that that level was high, even for a person who had been um, abusing those painkillers for a long time. Um, and that was alarming. It was an alarmingly high level. Yes. And that certainly fits in to place then with this explanation that they were counterfeit pills. He probably did not even realize what was going into his system. Yeah, that's exactly right, Colleen, because Metz said that Prince had no idea he was taking a counterfeit pill that could kill him. Uh, Metz also said that there is no evidence showing that he how he obtained those counterfeit pills. So they don't know exactly where mm-hmm. Prince got those pills and uh, no evidence that those around him knew. So somebody, there's no evidence tracing back to an exact person because obviously mm-hmm. Prince obtained these pills somehow, some way, somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's no evidence to show where exactly that is. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And, and I know a lot of people will remember the name of a doctor that was tossed around frequently in the early days. And that doctor is Dr. Michael Schulenberg. We were talking about him because he was the doctor who had prescribed pain pills 
two prints under a different name. Yeah. That name was Kirk Johnson. And Kirk Johnson is Prince's former drummer and has been a longtime friend. And when Elizabeth Reese was in here with the Dirt Alert, she explained to us that the reason for that was because Prince was so private. He did not want even, you know, a little whiff of him being associated with these pain pills. Um, they were seeking help at the time. And uh, and so they prescribed it under the wrong name. The doctor, of course, should not have done that, but has settled uh, in a civil suit, $30,000. Uh, and he has not, he he did not admit, admit liability as part of that agreement. Mm-hmm. And the reason that he agreed is because uh, officials contended that what Dr. Schulenberg did was a civil violation of the Controlled Substances Act. Mm-hmm. So he settled so that he wouldn't be charged criminally. Right. For Absolutely. Violating. And so now as a result of that, now what I find, um, what, I, what I think actually bears noting is that uh, this, the timing of this yeah. lines up almost exactly with the two-year anniversary of Prince's death and also multiple events going on here in the Twin Cities to honor Prince, uh, including but not limited to the uh, the Celebration 2018, which is happening out at Paisley Park. That is beginning today. So today and throughout the weekend, they will be welcoming people from all over the world, really, mm-hmm. to come to town, enjoy four days of live music. There will be panel discussions um, and, and different presentations that highlight Prince's talent. Um, and then also... You'll recall tomorrow night at eight o'clock at Target Center, they are uh, they are showing Prince live on the big screen. Uh, And this is a newly remastered, never before released audio and video performance of Prince uh, on stage at the Target Center. So there are lots and lots of people coming to town right now. I should also add, you're going to see a lot of our popular landmarks being lit up purple. Yep. Uh, including but not limited to, of course, the I the 35W Bridge, the IDS Center, Hennepin County, uh, Lowry Avenue Bridge, and Target Field. So there's lots of celebration yeah. of Prince's life that's happening this weekend in the Twin yes. Cities. Yes, and so it's there's there just is definitely a, kind of a mood of sadness all around this because, mm-hmm. you know, it was two years ago we were hit really hard with this and um, have kind of the public has grieved for now two years and now to kind of have the, the closure of this information. And yet it kind of provides a whole different. Well, I would say that there's a tragic closing to this. And the tragedy comes from, I think that Prince had no idea that he was taking a counterfeit pill that could kill him. He didn't know. And that's according to the Carver County attorney's office. That's the evidence that they've gathered about this, that Prince had no idea that he was taking a counterfeit pill that could kill him. Because again, Colleen, we were talking about uh, the toxicology report about Prince that was released late last month, early this month, saying that his fentanyl levels in his system were just beyond and, and yeah. like anything that you normally see in any human being. So yeah. it's just like it, it, it. there is tragic details. Well, and I think, you know, with answers today. come more questions, right? Like yes. who you, you you have to feel like somebody has to know where those counterfeit pills came from. Right. There's somebody out there yeah. that knows the whole story, but unfortunately knows enough of the story that they to, could piece it together mm-hmm. and they're probably going to keep their mouths shut. And that's yeah. hard. It's just heartbreaking mm-hmm. all around. So uh, here we are again with, like I said, just with with more answers come more questions. Yeah. 
When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for the Bad Moms Club. We convene every day on Thursdays at this time. And you, I go first. I tell you what's making me a bad mom today. And then you get to unburden yourselves. And we will reset your mom status to good. 651-641-1071. What's making you a bad mom today?